nerd is the new sexy. Mm. Hello, everyone. I'm Wildfire One. You are listening and watching Nerds the New Sexy podcast. Uh, this is episode 94, and with me today is a very special guest, a good friend of mine. I've worked with him, just like I did uh, Grizzly McBee. Go ahead and announce yourself. Hey, uh, howdy, everyone. I'm Sam36. Uh, you know, I played with uh, Wildfire and Grizz for a while now, and then uh, long, long before that, we actually all all worked together. Do you, if you guys watched some of my personal streams, you'll see uh, him, this guy playing with me. I spent what yesterday. Yeah. On, uh, on Far Cry 5, we this guy's gotten really into Far Cry 5. It's a fun game. It really is a fun game. Um, I'm uh, most most easily identified as the foul-mouthed redneck with a glorious mullet. With with the flowing mullet that flows to music. Yeah. Um, yeah. It flows to Freebird. Flows to free, flows. <laughs> it flows gloriously <laughs> to Freebird. <laughs> But uh, go ahead and give us a little nerd cred. Let us let us know like what what started you out in games and like what games you like and what type of uh, nerdy things you enjoy. Uh, I mean, going all the way back to as a kid, you know, duck hunt days, and uh, actually at elementary school, I wrote a how-to paper as a walkthrough guide for Goldeneye. Ooh. Didn't even have to use the golden gun. Uh, from there, actually, uh, one of my first jobs was working for Software Etc. That dates me a little bit for those that know about Software Etc.'s existence before, uh, you know, GameStop dominated the entire world. I mean, granted, GameStop owned them at the time, but, you know, we still had a cool sign. Uh, it's actually true and I worked together uh, over there, game-wise, um, from RPGs to shooters, uh, and everything in between. You've even been known to play World of Warcraft. I, uh, you know, I I drank the Kool Aid for a while, uh, had a hell of a time, but uh, I I don't think I could ever go back to MMOs. Uh, EverQuest back in the day was another one. That was my first uh, MMO. Uh, so just kind of a little bit of this, that, and the other, and then it it seems that uh, every so often life will get in the way, so I'll sell off all my games and my gaming consoles because I don't ever play them; they just collect dust. And then the next generation comes along, and I go, oh, well, fuck it, I gotta I got buy it. So there's not going to be a, a real uh, topic this time around. It's just going to be Nerd Chat with me and uh, Sam336. I had to think about that. It's been so long. Uh, yeah. With me and Sam36. So we're basically just going to bullshit about what we love and what we like to do. Uh, so what, do you, what games are you playing these days, Sam36? Uh, a lot of Far Cry 5. Uh, it's like the perfect balance for me. Of I've got plenty of missions to, to go and do, but then just an open world environment and things that blow up. You look, you look like you fit right in to Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. Normally, uh, I'd even have this a little bit longer, but that whole professional. Well, look. you and you and Grizz, uh, Grizz has that big beard now too. He's yeah. living up to his name. No, you know that that's it. You know, we just it's harsh winter months. We got to stay warm. But, uh, Harsh winter months in California summer. <laughs> Fuck you for that. <laughs> but uh, I also uh, wrapped up uh, Battlefield One not that long ago. Um, How'd you like that, by the way, Battlefield? Because that's one of the Battlefield games I didn't buy. You know what? I really enjoyed it. Um, the thing I enjoyed was how the campaign was broken out. That's so, what I hear. I mean, you were, 
Yeah, you're so you're in different locations, but you're also playing and then different characters. It's not like you're the same person that's getting. So there's there's a different connection to the, the characters, you know, from the Harlem Hellfighter to the Aussie guy uh, to the, you know, uh, probably actually my favorite character. I uh, can't remember his name, but the guy's basically a shyster uh, mm. and steals steals an aircraft from uh, a British guy and then lies and says he's the British guy. How do you yeah, explain basically. stealing an aircraft? How do, you, how do you explain a stolen aircraft to the military, right? Like, oh, uh, uh, was there a second did. ago? <laughs> He uh, he did some really heroic things, and so they kind of gave him a bit of a pass. But uh, he, he was essentially like the Han Solo of World War One. Okay, you know, that's a good. Does terrible, terrible things, but means well when he does it. Okay. You know? So other than games, you like yeah, you obviously like nerdy movies. We've we've had discussions on like zombie oh, apocalypse yeah. stuff. We've had discussions on like. Uh, Online, on all sorts of things. Now that I think about it, well, I said you, you like you said you drank the Kool Aid as far as World of Warcraft. You already know what I think about that. I, I used to give him shit about playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> so. You know, I I don't I don't regret it. It was a good game, ton of fun. I actually you know uh, you know built some friendships through that game and whatnot. And it's you know it's one of those I guess kind of community games, if you will, yeah. where there's such a huge fan base that it brings people together we had a podcast on mmorpgs too that and that's pretty much what we came to is that it is those games do bring people together and they date it's it a community is kind of nice single player is great but when you're playing with a friend you know even if it's you know like last night with me and you on um on far cry 5 if you're playing with a friend it just kind of makes it more fun you know, there's it's more interaction. not as much. It's not as much fun blasting Freebird when I'm flying in the helicopter by myself. No, especially when I'm looking at your mullet flapping in the wind. It's, <laughs> you know, what sucks is we had to do it twice last night because the first yeah. time we didn't have uh, someone didn't have his his party settings in the right. And to to, for, to his right. to his to his defense, he doesn't play the PlayStation that much. He's kind of a family guy so it's understandable so we had to walk him through I mean, it and we did it again and it was glorious it was miraculous actually uh because you're old as fuck you're not remembering this we realized later on that none of it was heard because of those settings that you had to walk me through and then also fuck you for talking shit you know what i'm old i can't remember anything i just said <laughs> But, who, are, uh, who are you yeah, again? I'm sorry, you got a very forgettable face. <laughs> what uh, what do we have? We had we took out four, and it what was the playlist for the four? We had uh, Danger Bird, Zone, yeah, Highway to the Danger Zone, Ride of the Valkyries, and oh, uh, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain <laughs> High, and Friends in Low Places. Yeah, Rocky Mountain High. That one was hilarious because it was the highest. We were highest, like uh, the highest mountain. Yeah. To go take yeah. care of something, and he's Rocky Mountain High. We're playing that, and we're just like, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed. Just... I don't know if you noticed this, but we're this. We were so on sync that we started singing in the same places. Like, oh yeah, I was like, it was, it was I started cool. laughing on ca- like off camera about that because I was like, he's singing with me at the same time. We're like in sync on this shit. If if I'm being truthful, after I beat the game, I want to reload it. Do enough just to get that helicopter, 
and then fly around and wipe out every outpost in one shot and just have a, a basically an outpost clearing uh, montage. Playlist. Yes. Yeah. We can that we could do that. Uh, he hasn't I beaten the game yet, but that's okay. We're working on that. Yeah. yeah. Put in put in some more more work today, and then you know I I got distracted. It's okay. Life oh. happens. Yeah. Well, no, I, I got distracted because you know in that game I have high explosives and it's a target-rich environment, so you know I don't I don't <laughs> always make it to the mission. So on 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 this game on on Far Cry Five. You did introduce me to something that I didn't know we could do. And you know what oh, I'm... Well, if you think about it, you know what I'm talking about. It's the uh, the blowtorch. The repair torch. <laughs> so... Setting... Yeah. Forest. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm setting you up for this. I'm setting you up for this. So go ahead and tell that story. So in, in Far Cry 5, there's a repair torch, which it has a, a multitude of uses that I guess the game is designed for the game kind of pushes you towards using it for these but the fact that it works for some alternative uses makes me think that the folks that made this game are just as sick and twisted as i am so you can use this torch to uh repair your vehicle you can use it to sabotage an enemy vehicle you can use it to uh open locked safes and you can also use it to set enemies on fire uh, wild wild animals that will then run through the forest causing a massive wildfire. <laughs> How many or, bears? How many bears? There was like three bears and a moose, but who's counting? <laughs> three bears and a moose. Or, or you can just set the forest fire yourself <laughs> using this, but you catch fire with that, so you, you can't do too many otherwise. You know, it doesn't, doesn't work out well for you. But but it it is a very a very interesting sacrifice, you know. Like, you, you, even if you catch fire a little bit, it's still fun to run in one sideways line, just catching shit on fire. <laughs> I think we had how many little fires going? Uh, it, yeah. I think at one point there was probably like ten separate fires that then became one large fire, and uh, we were kind of stuck in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't really know how I discovered that one. I was just kind of tooling around one day, and you know, Far Cry is one of those games where it it offers a lot of what if questions. Yeah. Like, huh, what if I this blowtorch is fire? What if I hold this fire to set? And then when the enemy started screaming, that's when I realized. <laughs> that there's, some, there's some applications on repairing vehicles and opening saves. Well, I mean, at one point, I think we were even attacking uh, uh, the good guys. We were just... we, Or I attacked the good guys. They attacked yeah, both of us. And say, you, you attacked the good guys. I just watched. And then once they attacked me, at that point, I felt that you I had to self-defense. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can. See, the, yeah, that's... I have, to protect. I can't just let people just be popping rounds off at me. That's true, you uh -huh. know. But but then again, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend myself once again by saying, in Far Cry Five, there are no good guys. Even we're not good guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've killed a lot of people. We're just we're just the guys at the right place at the right time with mullets. Yeah, kill the yeah the the mullet militia. Mullet militia. <laughs> Yeah, I've killed a lot of people in that game and in some probably 
less than humane ways. Like, <laughs> we, what did we do? We killed two NPCs, and then picked up. Uh, I, like I, I, I was. I kept. I, we killed one of them. I killed one of them, and I, no, it was. This wasn't an NPC. This was a bad guy. And I picked him up, you, and I said, "I'm gonna keep this as a keepsake." And I'm walking around. I said, "And I'm waiting for you to look at me." And your character's like, "Where the fuck are you?" And you look down at me, and you, I just hear, I just hear you busting up, like, "This is mine now." <laughs> Just traipsing along the the dirt road with your your bad guy, and then you had you know the two women that you yeah. viciously murdered, and then viciously. disposed of their bodies in the the bliss in the bliss uh, field. Yes, field, well, and you, then set it on fire. You were gonna catch it on fire. I just helped you. Yeah, Steve. That's the thing, though. I was unsuccessful in the so. Yeah, you know, you're you're on the hook for murder, arson, all those things. I'm just like, you know, you're an accessory, arson. You're an accessory. <laughs> there's no, there's no denying that you're a fucking accessory. Officer, you were there, officer. I don't look. Obviously, you know all the things that we've done for this noble valley, and we're just suffering from some traumatic disorders. <laughs> officer, we both have mullets. We're bu- I'm 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 obviously crazy. I'm a lunatic. Put me in an asylum. He's the normal one. Go for that which, guy. Which is scary. Yeah, he's the he's the one that's that that has to think twice about killing people, but he did it anyway. He does. He deserves yeah. to be in normal butt raping prison. <laughs> that's all right. Those uh. Those freaking guys up in the the north of the valley hollowed us out like canoes with the amount of time that they kidnapped us. <laughs> Talk, tell them, yeah, tell tell the viewers about that. What? Because as we know, the game stops you at certain points. If you haven't played the game, it stops you and makes you go through these cutscenes and these little parts where you got to do it. Well, there's one where I guess you get you, you just get stuck in this area where you got to do the same thing over and over again without giving spoilers out. But go ahead, go ahead and tell them about what we think happened. So it feels really rapey, um, you know. Just all of a sudden, you know, the lights go out, and then you're coming to, often in a cage, with other people that look as though they have been beaten and Brutalized. terrible things happen. And it just—it's got this real rape vibe to it. That you know, you're you're getting hollowed out like a canoe by these backwoods cultist and Yeehaw! Uh, we we played long enough last night that this we went through like three of these cutscenes, and by that point i mean you're just shitting a pancake let's let's be honest there's you know it's just falling out yeah <laughs> it's just there's no 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 effort just you know yeah it's bad we, we definitely after escaping for the third time we stopped by the local store for some depends Depends, or or maybe a tampon to shove up there. Got to I mean, cork it somehow. Let's let's be honest. We were there for a while. We're gonna need something bigger than a tampon. You know, and, and then you know, there's one point where you escape, and then it, it just and I've played through it and beat it maybe twice. I played through it once by myself, uh, and then and then Grizzly McBee got it, and then I helped him beat it. And, and I'm, I'm really excited to see how this guy responds to the ending. But it's fun watching him respond to some of these cutscenes. And him and I, we've always, we've always kind of went above and beyond when it comes to comments on shit. Like the first time, second time, first time we played, we played, and it was a cutscene where we're in a boat. We're basically <laughs> tripping. 
we're basically tripping on, on this bliss drug. And the characters are uh, in a boat with another guy, and we're just we're just commenting away. And the comments are like, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're going on a romantic ride. And, you know, there's, like, animals yeah, around and shit. We're going to get a handy uh, on the boat ride from the U.S. Marshal. Well, you see now he was looking at us. Yeah, I mean... There was hearts in his eyes. I think what it was is that he knew what was going to happen up in the north end of the valley, and he thought that it already happened, and then he was thinking that... I mean, he was he was thinking we were good to go. I, I think he and was we, just getting his... He was, getting, he, was, he was preparing our buttholes. Yeah, he was grooming us. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about... At least he, but at least he went romantic about it, because they just oh, drugged us, felt, put us out, and then did what they did. I felt I felt very wooed by by the U.S. Marshal. Like, he, he really set the scene. I mean, there was butterflies, there was all these animals. Like a Bambi movie? Gentle, yeah, romantic, Disney. gentle boat ride. He's, he's covered no, in butterflies at one point, you know? Yeah, those other motherfuckers just drug you and throw you in a cage when they're done with you. Yeah, right, right to you the know? point, and then you know, and then tell you long ass stories that you don't care about. Oh my god! Those Once I had a daughter, and my daughter was a baby, and she was a baby once, and then I fucking killed her. <laughs> and it, it's one of those that, like, I, I, I just, I, I don't know because. They do a great job of telling the story. No, it's a good. It really is. And it, you it, even it, said it's an amazing. It's an amazing story, but what pisses me off is that you're in the middle of doing all kinds of shit, and then it it cuts in. I'm like, no, yeah. I was just busy fucking shit up with an attack helicopter. Like, I don't want to sit and go through your, you know, little horrible, sad dialogue. I was in you a know, chopper like, enjoying myself. How the fuck did you get to me? <laughs> Exactly. It like makes that's it just it, it breaks from 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 I guess the realism in yeah. the game and and I think that's that's that game's biggest problem. Uh, it, and also also you're having fun. You're doing your own thing. You're killing things and you're you're also yeah. sometimes just you know uh, uh, liberating settlements and stuff. And all of a sudden, bling! You got to go into this fucking storyline. You know? Yeah. And the, well, and that's the thing too is that the the game is designed to trick you. Like I think I told you about the one time where I was thought I was liberating a uh, captive citizen, and then right as I went up to liberate him, it changed to one of the bosses, and I had to go through a cutscene. Yeah, that so that, like today. that shows you that's literally supposed to be how the bliss affects you, and again, the bliss is the drug in the game. Yeah, so like that one, I was kind of like, oh, okay, makes a little bit of sense, but I was kind of pissed because I was like, I got, I was going to blow up a statue. And I was running up a mountain to go blow some stuff up, and then I got to deal with that. That statue. But, uh, tell us, tell us a story about that too when you get a chance, because that that statue is fun. That's probably one of the right. funnest parts so of the I'll, game. I'll finish, I'll finish this point, and then I'll, I'll make my way back to that. So that was like today. I was I was playing, and again, like I enjoy this game because it, it is the open world environment that I can just fuck shit up. Out. Yeah, fuck shit up and, uh, all day long. The thing is now is that I'm like couple hundred points away from filling up the the progress bar of all the things that you're supposed to accomplish before basically you challenge the final boss well i know that as soon as i fill that thing up that it's going to cut over to that boss so now it's really kind of inhibiting the the gameplay for me and so that that's probably the one complaint that i have about this game but so anyway i guess to kind of fill folks in so uh 
Far Cry 5 is based on a cult that took over a valley in Montana. Yeah. Initially, they started very peacefully and then not so peacefully to now we're just doing some really fucked up things to the local population. Should hit the fan. Yeah, in a big way. Um, and so the leader of this cult, he erected a giant, like, what would you say? Like an eight, ten story statue, something along those lines? Uh, yeah, I would say maybe an eight to ten story. It was, it's huge. It's, al- it's yeah. almost like that big thing in Tibet, I guess. That's pretty much the only thing I can think of that would resemble it. Yeah, and just massive statue of him with the book. Well, now, well, anyway, one of the missions is you have to destroy it. Now, I am a big fan of shock and awe. Uh, this They're is why the, we play so well together because we just yeah. go, we go. What I like to say, full retard, right in there. We go right. We don't. We don't They're, joke around. We go right in there and kill as many shit fucking people as we can. Go on. That's it. You know, like, uh, you know, there are those that, like, I, I did horrible at the Metal Gear Solid games back in the day because, like, you had to sneak. To, I don't have patience for that. Give me a high explosive and a, high, a large caliber weapon and let me let me do my thing. And uh, so I just, uh, you know, kind of, I was tooling around in my little helicopter and I was like, oh, you know, this should be pretty easy to uh, take this out. So, uh I unloaded on this statue with a barrage of missiles and then proceeded to reload for a measly thousand dollars my rockets to to then uh, basically pummel the cultists quote unquote protecting this statue into complete and utter annihilation and sent them off to whatever afterlife they believe in but they went there in pieces not peacefully yeah, no, in no, they, they they did not. Uh, they they went screaming into the night, flying here and there. And, yeah, yeah, but at this point, I hadn't figured out how to set people on fire yet with the uh, repair torch. So it was at least a quick ending for them. For some of them, maybe some of them might have just yeah. gotten a concussion and just like, <laughs> you but, know. Uh, yeah, that one. That one was. Uh, it's been been a lot of fun uh, checking away through that, especially. Uh, now, it's kind of interesting, too, the, the different controls on uh, and handling on the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like, where we're in that, that little, I don't know. I called it a hatchback. Prius. It wasn't a Prius, but yeah. Yeah, like that little hatchback thing where, where we ended up going under the semi. Uh, yeah, and so... You, I, and this, of... this is what gets me. You decided to drive right into a semi with it. Like, well, yeah, I needed him to stop. And they did. You, I it worked. Wearing, I was wearing my seatbelt. You were wearing your seatbelt. It we're worked. Fine. It worked. You know. Yeah. I was did expecting like die? an. No, neither one of us died. We survived. In fact, we did exactly what we wanted to do. But I was expecting an '80s style exactly. Schwarzenegger one-liner from you after that. I was so surprised it worked. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I said, I'm, "I'm thinking, are we driving right at that thing?" And then I seen. <laughs> I'm like, did we just yeah. go under that thing? It, it took a minute, and while I was trying to figure out, like, how exactly it worked that we had just gone under this semi and flipped it, uh, we were then broadsided by another semi traveling at a high rate of speed. We spun. Which then, yeah, that, that created a, a whole host of other issues 
and also a little bit of motion sickness. In first person, that was probably the closest I've ever come to seeing like something like that in real life. Oh yeah, I well, how about when we had to run down the bison? There was oh my god, what the the game was the game the the frame rate on this game. Okay, maybe another complaint. The frame rate on this game dropped so hard. I think we both got headaches. Oh, see, that was the thing. That was the first time I'd experienced that frame rate drop. But I don't know how I didn't get motion sickness, how I didn't get just... I was getting there, and I don't get motion sickness. Yeah, so uh, one of the missions we were working on last night, I guess, to kind of fill everyone in, is that... Um, so this this valley is populated by, to put it politely, rednecks. Um you know, there are some people there who it feels like their family tree resembles a telephone pole, but I don't judge. I don't judge to, to each their own. And uh, so uh, he requested roadkill. Uh, and some of that roadkill we had to run down was bison, uh, which is a very large animal. Uh, don't move too fast, but uh, you got to hit him a shit ton of fucking times with a normal sized pickup truck. And then because the game was having issues, they weren't spawning in the, like, I guess, amount that, that we would have expected and whatnot. So Wild and I are both in trucks doing figure eights through this designated search area, if you will. That's like bumpy as all hell. It's marshland. We're whipping our trucks around and whatnot. And then the frame rate drops. Big so at least, time. Like, when the, yeah. So at least when the frame rate's up, like, you know, it's just like when you're driving a car. You're like, okay, I know I'm gonna go left. I know I'm gonna go right. So then I'm I'm not experiencing, you know, too many issues. But then when I've already gone left and have to wait to go left, then it, it started really fucking me up. Uh, and then uh, we found a uh, a great strategy that basically was uh, pinning a bison in between our vehicles. <laughs> So yeah, we were we chased this bison to hell and back, and he's hit it maybe twelve times already. This thing's like, fuck you, I'm getting back up. So I I, I put my I'm like I, I pin my car behind it like between two cheat a tree, and he's just like, <laughs> and, fi- and finally the fucker dies. So we're like, okay, well that worked. We tried to do it, in- and then this guy is like the bane of all. V- trucks because every time i every like five minutes after getting a truck he's like i just i just drowned this one it's in, it's in the water now i need another truck shit shit got wild man i make i make no apologies and then we had the one that took off through the woods and i somehow managed to just thread Midder. the needle through these fucking woods and he stops i catch him broadside and i didn't kind of realize why he stopped initially uh, it was because he was at the edge of a river, and I had this truck redlined in my pursuit of this fucking bison. And so, when I, it, if the frame rate was gonna lag out, it did it at the absolute perfect time. So I drill this bison broadside. It flips up, and I, I swear to God, it looked at me like. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> it was, and thank God it slowed like, down so you could see its face, right? Like I could see, I could see the sorrow in its eyes that I have just. I, I have not only 
run this thing down to hell and back, but now I have just smacked the shit out of it, broadside, running my truck as fast as I can, and it just, I've, I've never seen a more disappointed video game animal than I did there. So then it was once I, I hit him, I was like, all right, yeah, he's down. And then the truck caught some air. So I was like, okay, where am I going to land? And then I was in the water. Yeah. Well, so, my view was this. You hit me, ramped off me a little bit, and, and a, I guess some other shit. And I see the bison flipping through the air. <laughs> That, that must be where, like, at one point it just it just turned to you and winked, like, I'm sad. And then, yeah, like, and then you, I see you going over, and the bison's flipping over the truck that you're driving it, while you're both in midair, and you go in the water, and the bison goes, Psh! and I'm like, did it fall in the water? And we found it in the water. But go on, go on. Yeah. That, I mean, that, it was just the, the saddest thing I'd ever seen was that bison's face. And uh, so, really, this this game kind of makes you feel like a garbage human being sometimes with the things well, that you're required. To didn't do. didn't we even we even talked about the the like the psychotraumatic stuff in the game? Like, if oh, if we yeah. were if we were if we were like seriously playing, and I mean, if the storyline, if you were ser- if we were seriously playing and getting into the storyline, like the first time I did, I did that. It it's kind of fucked up. Like, there's a lot of fucked yeah. up shit going on. That's like I've kind of like almost had to distance myself from it because I'm just like, I mean, if this were well, and because the thing is, is it kind of like freaks me out a little bit because there's a documentary on Netflix that I highly recommend and it's called Wild Wild Country, and it was about the time that a cult took over a town in Oregon in the 80s. Now you know what? You're the second person I heard that from. You told me one time, and another friend of mine told me at work. Yeah. And it's it's one of those where, you know, they did some some really horrible thing. I don't want to give a spoiler for it. Some yeah. of it, I'm just like, wait, what? They did they did what? They got a lot of money but, and, and stuff happened and yeah, and also and it, very similar to I, I legitimately think this game probably kind of took some some ideas from what actually happened with uh, with that cult. Can't remember their their name uh, off the top of my head at the moment. But so then it, it kind of almost freaks you out when you go, well, this kind of already happened, not to the whole scale that this game takes place, but I mean, how, how difficult really is to make how, that, how much that more, gap, you know? how much more could someone push it to make it to where this game storyline is a reality? Exactly. You know, and yeah, so that's, that's, that's what's mean. creepy. Yeah, so then it kind of like freaked me out a little bit, and I was like, okay, no, just just a game, just to get these are these are just pixels now. I'm just, I'm just turning no it off. More, no more emotional investment in this. Mm. Flicking the switch, whoever dies dies. I'm not gonna be sad like when Soap McTavish died. It still hurts. Soap. R.I.P. Still hurts. I still tip a forty to his memory. <laughs> You no, know, but soap we got we got really invested in through several games. Yeah, and but I mean it, it's you know it's one of those that still it's you you build that relationship with your your character the characters you're playing with and so you know, it's really kind of interesting really the effect that a video game can can have on you even when you're 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not so bad when your character respo- respawns. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've been known to carelessly jump off of large mountains thinking I can parachute in time. Uh, me too, but following it, you. Thinking I could, <laughs> thinking I, if he can do it, I can do it. I did it one time, and then the second time it didn't work out so well, so. Yeah, I, I think I've got a little more practice on that than you. But it's, you know, I know my character's going to come back. But, like, when you play those games where, you know, your, your character's done or out for a period of time, you, you kind of have a lot more emotional investment in them and just i don't know i always feel like a terrible bird. like i feel like i let them down like i wasn't good enough to keep you alive i'm so sorry you'll be back but we gotta wait now that sucks yeah that did i you know one of the good things of this game is the is the the outpost that you have to liberate and that's been always been good with all the far cry games that's very fun uh they changed it around a little bit this one compared to the other ones the hunting is a little different the fishing's fun. We didn't get to do that yet, but we will. Yeah, I've done a little bit. I've gotten, I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. I'm pretty damn good at fishing on that game. Yeah, you get, you, it gets good, and it gets even better once you start catching those special fish. And uh, Yeah, I've, I've got it pretty well mapped out. I've got my, my rhythms down and whatnot, but uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to fish after you've completely liberated an area because I've, I've had to whoop some ass with a fishing pole. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's too bad you can't hit someone that. with a fishing yeah. pole. You can do you can hit and kill people with just about everything else, even throw rocks at each other, but you can't just hit them with a fishing pole. Yeah, it's uh, the game. It, it's really they kind of went all out on on combat dynamics and the different things that you can do and whatnot. They but, have a uh, shovel launcher. You know, it's one of those that I I love the comedic relief that a shovel launcher but at the same time I'm like get the fuck out of here I was playing like, with True and we he had just he, he's the one that taught me how to throw shovels I didn't know you could throw a shovel like a fucking spear well well, we, we're, we're up against a, a, a bear and when it jumps on him I'm throwing shovels at it and there's like three shovels at it coming right out of it no I take it back I take it back he threw a shovel at it at one point and there's a shovel just wobbling out its ass I got it on video. I think it's on one of my videos. It's funny as shit, but it's it's just so damn funny that, that we were actually testing how far you can throw the shovel. It goes pretty far, huh? So. I I love some of the hilarious glitches in the game. Like uh, my my favorite is to try and load people in the back of a pickup truck. I can't tell you why. I just I think it's funny to take somebody out and then put their body in the back oh. of your truck. Uh, that sounds so much more serial killer esque and sociopath esque than I intended. But yeah, it sounded better in your head, right? Like, yeah, I love, so I love anyway. putting people in the back of the truck in the game. Yeah, I love, they're dead. I love, I love putting dead bodies in the back of a truck <laughs> and driving around. It's fucking normal. Thank God we're talking about a video game, guys. If you just tuned in, we're talking about a video game. Video game. Video games. I promise. Don't talk about. Don't look, don't, don't call don't look in the back of the truck. I'll, I'll swat on <laughs> so, so anyway, True and I were playing, and I it was when I like first I think it was the first night I got the game, and so that's when I had learned that I could pick up bodies. So I chuck a body in the back of a truck, and the legs didn't quite make it, so it's like half of him is like hanging out the back of the truck, and every time I would hit a bump, the legs would like bang against the truck, <laughs> and I don't know why. That's hilarious. We laughed. We laughed so much driving around, just a thump, 
thump, thump every time I hit a bump. Why didn't you do that when we were playing last night? That would have been hilarious to watch. Yeah. You know what I was trying to do? I was trying to put bodies on the semi that you blew up. Oops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't to 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 make it make it better. I didn't blow it up. The the plane that I blew up landed into it. I got I got one with the grenade launcher today. Did you? It was coming in for uh, a strafing run, and I just drilled it. And that's and that's actually kind of hilarious because we were we were looking through. I was looking through all the new um, weapons on there, and I I I tell I I told him, I go. There's a grenade launcher here. You know that, right? He's all, what? He says, you know oh, what yeah. I'm getting next? That was game on after that. After that, he, he I mean, he's like, where's it at? And I told him where's it at, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I got this now. And he, from then on out, he, he played with a grenade launcher a little bit, and a few NPCs died. A few, I mean, like, a lot. And uh, maybe some yeah, fish. Shit happens. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. People get in the way sometimes. When they do, they have to go... Lulz Fair and Love and War. Right. And grenade launchers. But if you had to rate yeah. this game, since it, it seems we're talking an awful lot about it, and it's a good game, so yeah. it's worth it. If you I, had I, to I guess I guess our podcast that didn't have a topic to begin with is kind now of fell into a topic. Yeah. yeah. We've we've I on, on other podcasts I've rated it. So I want to know what you think. Like a one to ten rating, what would you give it? Probably and what, and what would take it down a few notches? It's it's an eight right now. Um, it would probably go down a few notches if the story wasn't so good, um, and if they tried to tighten up the the size. I mean, the the sheer scale of uh, of the map. That's what really kind of does it for me. It truly feels like an open world, and I mean, I can. I spent three hours this morning. Do I don't even know what I did. Exploring. I just, I wandered around, started maybe a couple forest fires, and blew up a plane with a grenade launcher. But you know, it's not important. <laughs> I was. It, inter- it is was, to you. I was solidly entertained for three hours, accomplished practically nothing for the game, and had a blast doing it. And that's a good game. And, yeah. You know, and some of the things I think that could could really kind of take it up is those cutscenes, not being triggered by reaching a certain certain point because i mean the thing is too is like i i understand that they want you to go and get after you know the, the story mission when you hit your different points in the the progression then take away all the other missions don't make me go to it take away all my other missions and leave my world open so that way if i still want to go hunt bear or or do whatever it is that I want to do, then I can't because there's there's no pause, there's no save at you know in the middle of some of these missions. So I mean, if you're trying to get somewhere or you're just hopping on for a few minutes and then all of a sudden you, you're in a major storyline mission, you're stuck with this, kinda, you know? Yeah, yeah kind of takes it a little away from. And then uh, fixing that that freaking frame rate that was that- horrible. That was probably the worst. That was the low point of last night. Like, yeah. And we were and we were doing it right when we needed the frame rate the most. Like, yeah. We we were. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I got a headache at that moment, and I was even. I don't get motion sickness, and I did. I was like, whoa. Like, I wasn't full and nauseous, 
but I was feeling like vertigo, I guess, would be the right yeah, word for it. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those, especially the whipping the truck in all different directions and doing it. And yeah, I kind of had to take like a minute after that and just go, whew, all right, let's not, let's not throw up. So, it's just a game. So eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. So far, yeah. we'll, we'll see how, how you feel when you beat it. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how you feel until I mean, you beat it. I have a feeling that you know it'll it'll still stay the same. I mean, I'm I'm expecting a pretty solid ending, and possibly even with a few kind of unexpected twists and, and turns in there is what my my current expectation is. So I asked you this just, last night. We'll go, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, I mean, and that that's just kind of that that's really just based on other points in the game. Like I have this feeling that they're gonna just kind of fuck with you at the very end, and that it's gonna be some it's just all the things that have it's gonna be a dark twist and that's kind of i mean even with that in mind i still think i put it at the, the eight okay all right oh did you got a you got a good idea here uh so yeah you basically answered my question what would what do you think the ending is going to be so we'll we're going to go ahead and wrap this up guys i want to thank you for watching this episode uh we'll see you again next week in same wild time same wild place but uh we want you to stay nerdy and stay sexy. Have a good one, guys.